If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The John Daly Show. Politics. And hi, everyone. Media bias charges are being flung all over the place in this election. Let's lay out what is happening and how these claims are more smokescreen for our lawmakers to avoid real solutions. Because after all, go to the hashtag campaign we have. It is the solutions stupid. Some real facts to consider. First, there is media bias, but like everything else, it is simplified to confirm the beliefs of all sides and not to find or confirm real facts. Second, and in a really strange way, I think Fox News and MSNBC have actually become less biased. Third, if someone is making charges about media bias, that usually means they are losing. Fourth, the media has very little power to change minds. Let's dive into that a little bit more because it will be the foundation for what I'm about to reveal here. First, read these two books, The Righteous Mind by Jonathan Haidt and Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel Kahneman. Now, these are exhaustive studies on how we think and vote. Let me paraphrase their findings that this election, I think, is confirmed. First, people are predisposed to being conservative or liberal. You are not going to change someone. That's just the way they're wired. Second, most people look for confirmation to back their beliefs, even if real facts don't match those beliefs. Most Americans are intellectually lazy. They want to be comfortable in their beliefs. Now, back in the 1990s, I interviewed the GOP congressman B1 Bob Dornan, now a talk radio host. He was a harsh Clinton attacker, but he was a great political thinker. He told me this, and it still holds today. He said that 40% of people are going to vote Republican, 40% are going to vote Democrat, and there's just 20% of the people that will decide the presidency. I think he's still right today. I see this stagnant thinking all the time. I had a discussion with a gentleman the other night, and no matter how many facts I threw out, I had no idea what I was talking about, even though I agreed with him on certain points. Now tell me this isn't more the reality than the quaint notion from our founding fathers of an enlightened, questioning citizenry. Now if you understand that, then you will also understand that the news media today has few similarities to Ben Franklin's Pennsylvania Gazette. As a result, we have a totally different kind of media bias today. First, the media is biased towards ratings, readership, and ultimately money. They are looking for a niche audience, not a wide swath of the region or the country they represent. Plus, the media today is made up of companies that have to make a profit. Most of them are owned by corporate conglomerates with shareholders to satisfy. As a result, most media companies are sophisticated in their market research. They know their audiences. So these media companies will rarely challenge the majority of their audience. Why? As we just mentioned, the media knows that most Americans won't budge on their beliefs. The media companies need them to stay reading or watching to satisfy the advertisers who pay the bills. Yes, the media knows what their audience is thinking. They feed them what they want to hear. Now, if you are not part of that niche audience, then you feel ignored. 
To an extreme, you think there is a conspiracy going on. Now, the second big media bias is the entertainment bias. This is more prevalent in the broadcast media than in print, although it's there. Much of the coverage has a reality TV feel to it. Now, I'm not saying the sexual allegations against Trump are not important, but those stories take up a lot more time while the less sexy issue of the national debt or foreign policy are barely mentioned. So with the bias toward money and entertainment, we should conclude that most Americans are not going to budge on their beliefs. The media is sophisticated enough to know that, so they will keep them as happy customers, not as openly thinking citizens who like to be challenged. These media companies are nothing more but a reflection of America. But here's what's interesting. The economic and demographic changes we are enduring are causing fractures in society and the political parties that are also reflected in the media. And in an odd way, it makes them look a bit more, dare I use the term, fair and balanced. We saw Newt Gingrich attack Fox News' Megyn Kelly for raising the issue of Trump's alleged sexual assaults. MSNBC has not ducked the Hillary emails and transparency issues surrounding the Clinton Foundation. Granted, those stories are not front and center on Fox or MSNBC, but they're not totally buried either. Is it because they're becoming more journalistically pure? No, it's because their audiences are changing too, just like America, because America is their audience. Fox News knows they have an old, white, male audience. That is not going to sustain them over the next 10 years. They will need women and minorities who will be the main consumers that advertisers want. MSNBC is the same way. They need millennials, many of whom are Bernie Sanders supporters that are at odds with Hillary's campaign. So how do you avoid all this media bias, which is really an entertainment and money bias? Well, first, stop feeding into it. If you see someone shouting media bias on social media, ignore them or block them. Sure. There are stories that seem to slant one way or another. Sometimes that is to please a certain audience. Other times it is sloppy or accidental reporting. Everyone's biased. Get over it. You are a smart person to understand what bias is. And realize by you screaming back, you will achieve nothing. Remember, very few Americans will challenge their own beliefs, let alone allow someone else to challenge them. Second, read. If you can, read both the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times every day. You can easily do it off your phone or computer. Read stories from both publications. You don't need to read the entire article. Read the first five paragraphs, then move on. Yes, these publications have bias, but they also have great information. Reading both of them together will expand your mind. These publications have reputations. They need to get facts right while supplying information to their audience. Let me give some kudos to Rupert Murdoch. Sure, he has given us Fox News, but he has not diminished the news gathering of the Wall Street Journal. Granted, the Wall Street Journal editorial board slants hard right and hawkish, but the Wall Street Journal caters to corporate America. However, I have found the Wall Street Journal reporting staff to be a great source for news about the economy and foreign affairs, especially during recent terrorist attacks. You also need to read nonfiction by credited authors on today's issues and topics. I have just given you two here, The Righteous Mind and Thinking Fast and Slow. Two more, The Unwinding by George Packer. He documents how we have short-circuited the American dream. It was one of a number of books I read that led me to predict the rise of Donald Trump in August of 2015. Another book I am just finishing is J.D. Vance's The Hillbilly Elegy. It is about a guy who got out of Appalachia to make it big. But he really reveals that the plight of Appalachia is not just an Appalachia. It has reached many parts of the U.S. over the past decade. 
Should you stop watching cable news? No, but you shouldn't be watching it as entertainment. If you are conservative, you should be watching MSNBC. If you are a liberal, then you should be watching Fox News. You should challenge them with facts, but you should also try to understand their audience as well. If you do these things, you will be taking the first step to making America a more enlightened place. Because over the next 10 years, we have some major issues to address that are not being addressed now. And the facts and solutions are out there that very few of us are willing to really look at because it will get uncomfortable for all of us. Better to get a little uncomfortable now because down the road, it will be much more difficult. Remember the hashtag campaign. It's called It's the Solutions Stupid. For more on The John Daly Show, go to johndaly.tv. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.